So my name is John, and this is my good buddy, Andy. You're listening to the Packers Blitz podcast, the podcast done by two diehard Packer fans who survived the dark times of the 1980s of Packers football and lived to talk about it. This podcast is always dedicated to the world's greatest fans, Packer fans. Okay, folks, just starting out, Andy's on a different mic. We're working through it. <laughs> so if you hear little bumps and little grinds and little noises, don't worry. Andy's okay. He's not in being held hostage by anybody. He's not in the third world country being shot at or anything like that. But let's go, Andy. You, you, I think you sound good. I think we're good. So let's go. <laughs> I'm almost afraid to talk right now, John. <laughs> it's like it's like falling. I, I, yeah, we'll it's fine. like timber. It's like a like a tree hey. that's about to fall. It's leaning. It's listing. So I'm gonna do hey, my best. Packers so Blitz hopefully fans, everybody can hear me. Packers all right, Blitz fans, hold on, Packers Blitz fans. If you want this to be a premium professional podcast, let's start giving some money. <laughs> Andy and I need some so we can buy some we, great we need a we, we need a production studio. team. We definitely need yes. some tech support. We need a production team or something. Come on, so, people. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. So let's get right into it before uh something falls apart out of you. <laughs> exactly. Bucky Brooks. Bucky yeah, Brooks. So uh yeah, so NFL analyst Bucky Brooks from Fox Sports did his updated NFL top 10 rankings. And guess which team? Oh my fans. God! He ranked number nine overall. Oh, that's correct. Your Green Bay Packers. We're screwed. John uh, <laughs> Bucky is smarter than we gave him credit mm. for. And here's mm. a quote from his article. It's a long one, so I'm going to read this verbatim. Oh, okay. All right. Here we go. It's it's good. It's actually well written. So good job. It is. Good job, Bucky. Oh, God, Bucky. All right, Bucky. <laughs> the Jordan Love era is off to a solid start, with the Packers' new QB one displaying the confidence, composure, and poise of a ten-year veteran. The fourth-year pro engineered a dramatic fourth-quarter comeback against the New Orleans Saints in Week Three, <clears throat> which showcased arm talent athleticism, and clutch playmaking skills. As the team and coaching staff gain confidence in their franchise quarterback, the sky's the limit for an underrated squad with emerging blue-chip players dotting the roster, end quote. Mm. John, mm. Packers Blitz fans, we'll talk about these awesome Packers players later in the podcast. Nice. No. John, any uh, any instant reaction to Bucky Brooks' comments or the Packers um, ranking? Not really. I've seen him numerous times on the network. He he's a what I like to call uh, just give a little syrup because he's a waffle. Um, I, I just think waffle because that's what he does constantly. He he'll be like like for crying out loud. He ranked the Atlanta Falcons number seven in his power rankings, and they scored six stinking points against the Lions. Come on. Yep. You know, so and then we you know, then we beat the we beat the team leading the division also in the New Orleans yeah, yeah. Saints. He has rank, us ranked ninth now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Could you know yeah. if he's I mean, ranking in Atlanta you know, seven, so could have ranked yeah. us seven. But whatever. Yeah. I understand yeah. that uh right? you know, he waffles a little bit, but at least he has us in the yeah. top ten. So that's something. Yeah, we'll so. see. We'll see. We'll see. What do you think? It's good to four ranked in the top ten. Then we're going to make the playoffs. So <laughs> playoffs. We'll uh, power rankings to me is like whipped cream on a pie. Okay, is it necessary? Not really, but sure, I'll take it. Right? You know what I'm saying, Andy? Because. Right. Power ranking yeah, exactly. in, in the in the NFL is it, just fluff. It, it's just people who go, "Hey, this is fun. Let's let's do this." Um, but who? I mean, really, one, two, three. It's going to be one, two, three for the rest of the year. It's going to be Kansas City, uh, San Francisco, Philadelphia, 
even though Philadelphia's not playing too well tonight, they're still <laughs> a top three team. I don't know. That's my, that's my thing. It's just whipped cream on your pie. It's okay. It's nothing wrong with it. So uh, that was just my reaction. It's fine. You know, uh, at least we're getting noticed. Um, so are you ready? Let's go into week game, week three game review. If you're ready, the heart attack stroke inducing game, 18, 17 win over the Aints. I mean, Saints. <laughs> I like that, Andy. Um, yeah, I also so, uh, added stroke inducing for you, John. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so again, we talked about this a little bit in our post game. Uh, and I put that out today so you can listen to it. It was just a quick 25 minutes, uh, kind of going over the game because we just had, we wanted, Andy and I wanted to do a gut reaction to that game because it was such a gut punch and then gut sour <laughs> that got oh i feel okay for a little bit uh but remember aaron jones david bakhtiari uh, uh, jair alexander christian watson elton jenkins were all out ruled out before the game with their respective injuries hammy knee blah 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 we already know that and you know the thing i just want to say just really quickly is and for a young team like the packers injuries to key players like these could be really too much to overcome one would think uh well the packers did overcome it and wound up winning the game obviously 1817 um and that should be give the team confidence moving forward in that the packers have figured out a way to win games and win them ugly but to me there is no ugly wins because it comes down to it's really and everyone forgets this packer blitz fans and packer fans out there Coaches say it all the time. It's super hard to win in the NFL and to do it over consistent and win 10, 11, 14, 15, whatever games um, is really, really hard because everybody uh, is there for a reason. There's very few players back in the day. Like I, I remember a quarterback, Andy, I don't know if you remember this guy. I, I called him Salisbury Steak. His name was Sean Salisbury, and he played for many teams. But one of the teams he played for was the Vikings, and he was horrible. Like, he shouldn't even been there. Like, how did he even get in the NFL? And you really don't see that that much anymore, uh, even though Jets fans, <laughs> you might disagree with me. Um, but, you know, I, I just think the Packers, you know, did come in, I think, the first half. And really lost the game, or to not say to lose the game, that's not really, but you know, wound up winning. Um, that should take him, take them, the Packers, at least to a point to see, hey, we'll talk about this later, Andy, um, obviously. But again, we got to start out fast. We got to really stop, keep on this fourth quarter stop. I mean, you, you, Again, I know you can win games in the fourth quarter. You got to win games in the fourth quarter, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to get there. I want to that we won the game in the fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying? We're up 10, 12, 14 points, and we actually win the game instead of the Falcons, let them crawl back in and beat us, just like the Saints, the Aints, let us crawl back and beat us. I mean, it's just, it was a weird Sunday. And like, like I've said before, ad nauseum, I I'm tired of the Packers hitting the fourth quarter wall, as I like to say. They hit that fourth quarter, and it's just something, whether it's conditioning, whether it's mental, whether it's physical, they it just can't get over the hump. And to see them do it against the Saints, who, by the way, have not given up 20 points to an opponent, I, I don't know how uh, it's a, it's a incredible stat so that means <laughs> you better stop the saints offense because you're not going to score over 20 points so i give the saints a lot of credit but i don't give them credit on sunday because they just blew it and and really let us into that game to win it so that's really again kind of my two cents on there andy you want to add some more to that yeah, when you were talking about uh, Sean Salisbury for the Vikings, I was thinking of all the survivor pools that got blown up over the weekend. 
particular, right. the game against the Cardinals that uh, the Cowboys had, and they lost. Mm. And the quarterback mm-hmm. for the Cardinals, uh, John, do you know who that is? Uh, no. No idea. It's like Josh, Josh Dobbs. So they okay. traded to Tennessee, and he was like their second or third string Oh, right, 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 right. And so yeah, he's okay. really uh, a guy that I guess can win football games in the National Football League, but nobody would ever thought that would have happened, especially against the vaunted uh, you know, Cowboys defense and everything. But Josh Dobbs, mm-hmm. seriously? And mm-hmm. so – Kudos to him, but yeah, that's why when you said Sean Salisbury, I'm like, I got one for you right now, and his name is mm. Josh Dobbs. So that's interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of, a lot of people lost, lost, lost their shirts this weekend with some of the, see, some of the games that that went on. So, uh, yeah. Well, as far as the game goes, um, again, uh, everybody, please listen to Packers Blitz live episodes 39 and 40 that we did uh, during the Packers uh, Saints game uh, for more of our opinions and analysis or whatnot. Sorry for the bad audio. <laughs> Spectrum internet sucks. So John, I'm not sure if you to it. It was, there were some parts in there yeah. that didn't come out too yep. well, but we did our yeah, best. Sorry folks. Yep. Yeah. Production money. <laughs> we need to, yes, but we, uh, we can't, we can't, uh, can't help uh, the internet sucks sometimes and it just no, is the way it is when you're doing a podcast. So um yes. we hate you, Spectrum Internet. Yeah, <laughs> we've been over that. Yeah, we might have to we suck, you know. Yeah, they're gonna come after oh, us. Oh boy. Okay. Um <laughs> good. <laughs> so the keys to a 18 to 17 comeback victory for Jordan Love and the Packers in the fourth quarter. And the Packers' 11th straight home opening win. I don't know if you knew that, John, but that was popping up all over the place. So we've won uh, now 11 games, opening games in a row. Well, that's pretty awesome. And then, yeah, so the, some of the some of the key things that happened. The first thing I I would say is that Jordan kept his composure. Mm. He was able to forget a, about that fourth and two debacle. Uh, him missing a, a wide open throw to right. Patrick Taylor, the running back coming out of the backfield, and then he rallied his team to a well deserved victory. To use the idiom, look it up. Uh, turnabout is uh, fair play. Uh, Green Bay gave away a win last week in the fourth quarter to Atlanta by a point and then was able to secure a one-point victory this week over New Orleans, also in the fourth quarter by a point. The football gods created balance in the NFL universe, I guess. And so the second thing, the second key that I thought there was, uh, the Packers offense was able to stop committing those self-inflicted uh, penalties. Uh, they kind of cleaned right. that up in the second half. Uh, they still had way too many, but we'll, we'll take it. We'll take the victory. Uh, yeah. um, the third thing, uh, the third key, uh, Jordan Love was able to connect on passes to his wide receivers 15 to 20 yards down the field on the outside, which is the weakness, by the way, of a Saints defense that likes to play man-to-man. So they were able to do that. They yeah. were able to hit some of those throws. Uh, the fourth key the Packers offense was efficient in the red zone and made plays when they had to, which is pretty awesome. So, and then the very last thing, yes, Derek Carr was out with a shoulder injury. Uh, he's out for uh, two to four weeks, by the way. <laughs> uh, however, the Saints offense couldn't run the ball effectively when it had to and was forcing the ball into tight windows to star receivers uh, Michael Thomas and Chris Olave. It didn't work. The Saints offense couldn't move the ball and didn't look pretty. It did not. John, any comments on those five keys? No, no, that was good. Very good. So Packers beat, beat writer Rob Demosky, uh said that it was only the second time in Packers history that the Packers have won a game when entering the fourth quarter down by 17 or more points. 
That's crazy. I mean, yep. that is absolutely bonkers. Think about that. That's yep. absolutely crazy because we had Favre and 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 Rogers, and okay, so sure we were probably ahead or whatever, but there were blowout games. There were games uh, under Favre and Rogers where we got blown out uh, and couldn't come back. So that's oh, you, interesting. You're absolutely right, John. But usually Rogers was ahead <laughs> in most of his games. Yeah. Well, yeah. He didn't have but, to come but, back. So yeah. Yeah, but, so, but which is still, a good thing. It's always in good the history, playing for the lead. Yeah. Yeah. In the history, I mean, the Packers have been around for well over a hundred years. <laughs> so that's pretty, you know, uh, crazy. So. Yep. Wow. It's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any other uh, reactions to the win over the no. over the ants? Okay. No, I you know again like I said this is, is this is a great this is why I love football. This isn't you know like really any other sport in my opinion that just every week you just don't know. You know there there be some weeks sure you go like the Bears, <laughs> the Bears against Kansas City. I mean, duh. I mean that's <laughs> Come on. But all in all, but all in all, we'll talk a little bit about that later on. (laughs) Yeah. All in all, you didn't expect 70 points to be racked up against Denver. Like, huh? You didn't expect the Cowboys to lose to Phoenix. Like, you didn't expect expect Yeah. To lose to the Houston Texans. Houston. Yeah. And it wasn't uh, really even close either. Mm. So mm. yeah, they get beat it yeah. beat pretty handedly. So yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yep. Love that. Yep. There were a lot of people so, that again lost their shirts. <laughs> so <laughs> and some of Gambling those, you friend. know, survivor pools, uh, you know, that's well over a million dollars for some of them. You know, that's that Ooh. they want to win. And so yeah. I'm not sure how much the what the buy-in is on that, but um, you know, a lot of people yeah. lost, you know, picked wrong Ooh. this weekend. So big Big, big upsets. You picked wrong. That is for sure. Uh, so, so let's go to a topic that you were going to talk about a couple of weeks ago. We never got around to it. So the draft exactly, class, right? Exactly. Yeah, and people probably were wondering with my synopsis of the, the, of, um, the game uh, yesterday that there must be something wrong with me that I didn't give out a whole lot of information. But again, go back to episodes... 39 and 40 uh, we we talked about some of the stats and what some of the things that happened oh, in the game. Oh before before you before you get onto this one of the things I wanted to talk about that people have kind of talked about is Keyson Nixon on offense. That oh, yeah. wasn't that kind of a weird <laughs> like all of a sudden he's in there and you're like how did he get in there? What's going on? I thought that was interesting. Did you find that interesting that they yeah. would put him on there? I don't know. It's just weird, right? What, whatever works. We're we're down a lot of skill <laughs> players, so whatever he could do yes, to help is, is awesome. So, mm-hmm. and that guy yeah. can make plays, and he's fast. So, yeah, absolutely. Yep, and, he, right. and he's so proven he can he can catch the ball because he doesn't drop punts no. and he doesn't drop kickoffs, right? <laughs> so, and no. he usually doesn't drop interceptions when they get thrown right to him either, mm-hmm. but. We won't get into that. That was a couple of games ago, but um, yeah. So we're going to talk about the Packers 2023 draft class, uh, some of the power rankings for that. And I'm going to start at number 13 because we had 13 picks and we're going to work our way to number one, if that's all right with everybody. Uh, I had promised everybody that I was going to do that. <laughs> so uh, at number 13, we've got running back Lou Nichols, who was drafted in the seventh round. He was placed on IR with a shoulder industry, uh, injury and uh, later released. So womp womp. So basically, he's at number 13. Uh, most of our uh, draft picks, by the way, we kept. <laughs> so at number 12, we have wide, wide receiver Grant DeBose, who was selected in the seventh round. Uh, he had back issues. Uh, he is currently on our pack, practice squad. At number 11, safety Anthony Johnson also elect, selected in the seventh round. He has shown a nose for the football and sound tackling. He's currently on our roster. At number 10, 
we've got tight end Tucker Craft, uh, who was selected in the third round. Uh, he is more of a project than the Packers thought. John, do you agree with me on that? Yes. I keep okay. saying deer in the headlights. He still he yeah. still has time. Yeah, he needs to prove that he can regularly move defenders in the run game. Mm-hmm. He needs to not look lost <laughs> deer in headlights yeah. when he's running right. routes in the pass game. Otherwise, mm-hmm. he won't see the field much. So at number 10, tight end Tucker Craft. And John, you may you know, not agree with me on some of these, but if we we can move stuff around too. But at number nine, uh, we've got uh, wide receiver Dontavian Wicks in the fifth round. He has proven that he can contribute. He made a nice catch and run on a TD pass from Jordan Love in the Atlanta game. Uh, he may not be a starter of the future, but he can solidify the rec- receiving room full of good pass catchers, able to get some yak, some uh, yards after the catch. So at number nine, Dontavian Wicks. Uh, it's good to see some of our guys contribute, including him. Yeah. At number eight, I've got quarterback Sean Clifford. And uh, uh, we selected him in the fifth round. Nobody wanted us to. We did anyway. Uh, he was very <laughs> effective in the preseason. He ban- bounces back really well from adversity. Uh, he can throw a pick six and come right back and, you know, throw yeah. a 30 yarder on the field and make a completion. Mm-hmm. He proved that. Yeah. Uh, he seems like he, he will be a really nice and capable backup to Jordan love for the next few yeah. seasons. So I've got him kind of in the middle at, at number eight mm-hmm. um, really hasn't yep. played so far, of course. And no. that's a good thing for us um, during the regular season, but looked good in the preseason. Right. And then at number six and seven, and John would probably put, Carl Brooks higher than this, but I lumped, but I lumped, I lumped those two together. Uh, we've got defensive tackles, Colby Wooden in the fourth round and Carl Brooks in the sixth round. And so we're just going to lump those together. Their okay. explosive, their explosive ability has gotten them into the backfield frequently, whether it's stopping the run or har- harassing the quarterback. Uh, Brooks though, played more snaps last week. Than Wooden did. Wooden did not have a game, a good game in Atlanta, and uh, they have been giving Brooks more snap snaps lately. So, um, which is a good thing. Good thing for John because he'll be able to see see him more often, right? Carl. Yes. Brooks. Come on. Carl at Brooks. number at, at number five, and I guess we probably could have put Carrington Valentine maybe at number seven instead of number five and moved the two defensive tackles up a little bit, but I've got Carrington Valentine. Uh, He stepped in for an injured Jair Alexander and performed admirably. Uh, He broke up a pass play to a Saints wide receiver, Chris Olave at the goal line to stop a drive. Uh, He did exit the game on Sunday with a biceps injury and did not return. Uh, Let's just say that, uh, Carrington Valentine looks like a draft day steal. So I had him at number five. Yeah. Um, really good that he can just step in for a guy like Jair and, and play really well. Um, his bicep yeah. injury is not a, it's not a torn one, so he should be all right. Um, I'm not sure okay. if he's going to play in the next, in the next game though. Oh, and that's, that's kind of the theme with a lot of our guys. I was trying to get oh, information man. for uh Thursday and not a lot was out there. So no, um, everybody's going to have to be posted on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At number four, we've got outside linebacker Lucas Van Ness, who was selected, of course, in the first round. Uh, the only question I have is, could Van Ness be Rashawn Gary 2.0? Ooh, I would love that. I would love that, too. He's looked pretty good in spots. So, John, what do you think yeah. on that? So yeah, I got him absolutely. at number four. Yeah. He, he still he still needs work. He he still sometimes rock. he overruns the play. Sometimes he's out of position. Sometimes he's like he just he, he just wants to go. And you're like, hey, read the play. Like you just don't go upfield. <laughs> Everybody's back ten yards, and you're going, yay! Like, come on, man, just read the play. And he did. I I still love the play he did uh, against Atlanta where the Atlanta quarterback ran out and uh, he chased him down. And, he, you know, that guy is not uh, slow at all. 
So yeah, he did and, that with Justin Fields too in the Chicago Bears game. Yes, he did. Yeah, didn't let Fields didn't too. let him get the edge, and he held the edge and he tackled him. Yep. So he made a nice play. Um, he made a, actually a few nice plays in that game. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, promising future for that kid. So hopefully, he yes. stays healthy, stays upright, and um, yeah. continues to progress. So. Yeah. At number three, we've got kickers, uh, kicker Anders Carlson, uh, who was selected in the sixth round. I moved him way up. I think he's been quite a find for us, and I think he's going to be quite the player moving forward. So his bounce yeah, back ability and powerful leg are winning assets. He is perfect mm-hmm. so far during the regular season. That's that's tough for a rookie kicker to come in there and also Very be tough. perfect. So Very hopefully tough. he's he's the next Mason Crosby with a better leg mm. and is our kicker for the next 15 seasons. I would hopefully. like that. So yeah. I got him at number three. Uh, and hopefully, John, you concur with that. But, yeah, I could see you moving yes, up Carl, that Carl Brooks kid. <laughs> uh, give, so give him at, a couple more games. Let's yeah, see what he does. We'll see what he does, yeah. At That's number two, at number two, and and, and Packers Bus fans, you're probably figuring this out pretty easily now. Uh, yeah. Who's left? Uh, we've got tight end Luke Musgrave. Uh, he was selected yeah. in the second round, and I think he was uh, off the top of my head. My head, I think, it was pick forty-two. Um, but anywho, uh, he looks like the real deal, mm-hmm. and um, I could even put him number one. Um, but for John's sake, I put somebody else. Number Come on, one, uh, which we will get to in a second. So, uh, so again, Luke Musgrave is a tight end uh, that can not only block; he can not only block, but also can catch the football. Because opposing defenses have to account for his speed and where he's lined up on the field, he presents a lot of problems schematically for those defenses. So. Uh, I've got yes. Musgrave at number two. What do you think about that, John? Uh, that, I think yeah, he's got to be in the top three. So I got him at easily, number two. Easily. So, easily. Okay. He, he's been a remember, great player. Yeah. Now, there's been at least twice where he's just been wide open. And, last, and Sunday's game, same thing. He is running past the corners and the safeties trying to catch him. And if Jordan Love, I know it's patience, but if he just drops that ball in there like my boy Aaron Rodgers used to do, that's six. I mean, that, that's no, no, there's no way they're going to stop him uh, when he's running full speed. You would have to be pretty damn lucky, uh, trip him up or something. And he's that's been happening, you know, a lot, in my opinion, for a rookie tight end. Um, so I'm excited yeah. about this kid. Uh, we just got to get Tucker Craft. You know, him and Musgrave got to like get in a study room together and just start studying their butt stuff. And so we can get Tucker Craft in there because we have both those guys out there. Yeah. Man, is that going to be problems? Because a yeah, linebacker, were, like I said, is yeah, not going to be able to cover. You know, go ahead. Yeah, they want to. They want to be able to do twelve personnel, correct? So they yeah. want two tight ends yeah. out there at one time. But yeah. Tucker Craft. You know, I don't think they trust him. So, uh, because no, of that, they, they do aren't not. doing a lot of that. So, no, he got another pro football focus. Pro football focus again gave him a bad number. <laughs> yeah. So, whoops. But one, what, but one player they did not was our number one uh, rookie that we've got, our second round pick, wide Reed. receiver Jaden Reed. And uh, wow. Ooh. He is a real playmaker on offense. He has been very consistent week in and week out. Uh, because his production has been so consistent, LaFleur has been putting him in some top-secret wrinkles to get him the ball. He has nine receptions, 148 receiving yards, and two receiving touchdowns. So he's been he's been doing all right so far, making yeah. some plays with some people out. In addition, Jaden has 58 punt return yards, does not dropping the ball, trying to make some plays there. Uh, the rookie is on pace 
for 51 receptions, 839 receiving yards, and 11 touchdowns. Whoa. Okay. So for a, for, so for a rookie wide receiver, those are pretty good numbers because typically those type of receivers, unless you're Justin Jefferson, do not pop right. like that. So no, that's no, no. I would be ecstatic if he got anywhere near that. Oh, my gosh. So Jaden Reed. Go ahead. I like, no, I was going to say, this is the thing that bugs me, Andy, and we've been through this. We talked this offline. Imagine when Christian Watson comes back full speed because he's going to take the defense. He's going to take at least one corner with him, if not two corners, not a safety. But, I mean, people are going to get a half to go and cover him. So guess what? My boy, Jaden Reed, my boy, Luke Musgrave, Lucas Musgrave is going to be out yep. there. Bring him in underneath. Underneath. Hit him underneath. Underneath. Yep. Crossing route. Here's that being said, this is where I get scared because ah, Jordan Love. <laughs> Got to have patience. Patience. Oh, so I had to calm myself down. I can see him overthrowing him, underthrowing him, just like he did on the fourth and two, where you're like, what? Come on, man. <laughs> like, just toss it. You know, that's my frustration is I'm really excited about Christian Watson coming back and really taking the top off the defense, as they say, but I'm also super worried about <laughs> love not being able to complete those easy down the middle in turns uh, that are just going to be killers if you can't get. So hopefully he can. Um, he seems to be a different person when the pressure's on him, which is weird. I don't know. It just seems weird to me. I, I don't know if you've noticed that. Just really quickly, just uh, kind of taking a sidetrack. I just noticed in the three games when Jordan Love has a little bit of pressure on him and people start, you know, kind of getting down on him or whatever, he seems to rise up. I, I don't know. Do, do you see that, Andy, or is it just me? Well, he proved uh, us wrong a little bit on that this last game, though, <laughs> coming yeah. back and everything. So well, everybody's they yeah. were booing a, him. They yeah. were booing him. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I, I don't think anything phases uh, Jaden Reed. He's one no. guy that, that nothing's getting to him. No. So he, he seems like he's ready for prime time, that he – He's going to be a player for them. So, yeah. you know, he, he, he is. is kind of small in stature, kind of kind of the lowest in stature yeah, pretty much in the yeah. team. But, um, yeah, but, but Steve Smith, Steve Smith, remember Steve Smith from Carolina? He wasn't that mm -hmm. tall, but, man, good luck trying to cover him. You know. Exactly. He, great player for yeah, over a decade. Great player. Yeah. Over a decade, yes. Yeah, he played yeah. with the Baltimore Ravens as well. Too. Correct. Yeah, yeah, that's a good comparison, yeah. actually. Huh, I hadn't thought of that one. There you so, go. So, Jaden Reed is our uh, the Packers Blitz highest ranked rookie at number one. So, yeah. All and, right. Uh, John, well, I don't know if you want to start off our, our game review. Yes, or, I will. Or preview. Preview. Preview, yeah. my friend. Right. We're doing the preview. So, all right. First thing I want to tell you, Packer Blitz fans and Packer fans, this is not the same old Lions. Andy and I were talking about it back in the day where you like, ah, oh, it's a win. That's a win. Oh, some people are hurt on our team. That doesn't matter. That's a win. Nope. <laughs> that is not. Although I have a surprise at the end of this. About that will be a little shocking. Um, so game four, Packers Lions, Thursday, September 25th. We have them at Lambeau Field. Thank goodness. September 28th. <laughs> September 28th? When did I, September oh. 25th. Oh, today is the night. It's night. We're missing it. That's right. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We just missed the game. 28. We missed the game. It's, half, it's at halftime. It's, it's my anniversary today, too. So I got that stuck in my head. Happy so anniversary. Anyway, um, thank you. And happy anniversary to my beautiful wife, Debbie. So, anyway, um, whole. You know, uh, Amazon Prime, if you don't have Amazon Prime, you can say, how the hell am I going to watch this game? Well, frankly, you're going to have the radio because <laughs> or get Amazon Prime. They do not, you know, do it on any other things. Amazon Prime is pretty strict about who they have. So anyway, 
Uh, not so cowardly lions, like I said. Uh, they're not the same old lions. Um, now two and one with a win streak over the Atlanta Falcons. Come on, twenty to six. Give me a break. Um, so two weeks back, Detroit. Uh, boy, you pronounce this word inexplicably. <laughs> inexplicably, <laughs> there we go. Lost yeah. at home to the Seattle Seahawks, 37-31 in overtime for the loss of the season. They did beat the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City. Uh, okay. On the road, opening week, um, Detroit opens up a uh, point and a half uh, favorites. Over is 45.5. Yahoo Sports, ESPN matchup predictor, is saying the uh, Lions 53.7%. Packers. 46. Yeah, okay. Uh, Caesar Sportsbook, Detroit, uh, minus two, 45. So you're looking at one to two points. So that's like all of our games lately. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, and, and just, Saints, just, I believe. Yep. Go ahead. Go, no, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I'm uh, I was just going to say <laughs> Saints. Yep. I think was two points. It's Atlanta, one, it was, it was, I think it was one. one or two points. Yeah. Okay. Chicago, I think it was one or two points. I think all three of them were one or two points. Maybe yeah, I'm wrong. A lot of, peop- a lot I, of I people were was... picking the Bears, though, that first week. A lot. Right, right. People. By one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot yeah, of yeah. experts okay. in quotes. But so you want yeah. me you want me to keep going or you want well, I'm gonna. I did want to remind fans. I don't know if you mentioned the time. It's at 7:15 p.m. And the only reason I mentioned that is because I'm so used to the game starting just a little bit later than that. I keep going yeah, yeah, yeah. to those Thursday night games, and they have already started the game. So it's not uh-huh. at 7:20. It's not 7:25. It's not yeah, 7:30 yeah, yeah. like I usually think it is. It's yeah. At 7:15. Yep. And they started at so that make, time. They started right at 7:15. So They're I just right want to make everybody aware of that. Right. Yeah. 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 So do you want to read notable players? You want me to? I can go through that. Sure. All right. And then go. I'll let you pick it up after that. So yeah, some of the notable players right. for the. For the Lions, uh, of course, you got quarterback Jared Goff, uh, who averages t- 273 yards a game passing, uh, a 69.9% completion rate. Uh, he also has five touchdowns and two interceptions. Now, that 69% uh, you know, completion rate, that tells you he's a starting quarterback in the NFL, by the way. Remember we talked about Jordan Love being only at about like 55 or so. Yeah, something like so, that. Yeah. Right. Um, so starting running back and former Bear David Montgomery may be out a second straight game with a thigh contusion. Still, he still has a few days to see if he can play or not. Um, wide receiver Amon Ra St. I love that. Amon Ra St. Brown, the brother mm-hmm. of former Packer and current Bears wide receiver Equiminius St. Brown. Uh, he's got seven receptions. Uh, and uh, he averaged averages seven receptions and mm-hmm. 91.7 yards per game. And he, so far he has one touchdown. So, and that is mm. Amon Ra, who's, who's, he's probably a top seven wide receiver oh, he's in the a, game, maybe he, top yeah, eight. He's, yeah, yeah, he's, he's, the, he's legit. Ten. He's a, really good he's receiver. Legit. Yeah. yeah, great route yep. runner. Gets open, mm-hmm. catches the if ball. He yeah, he's a really yeah. good player. Tight end uh, Sam Laporta. He's a he's a rookie, uh, second round pick. He was picked thirty four yeah. from Iowa, so eight picks before Luke Musgrave, uh, which was yeah interesting. Yeah, and he has so far eighteen receptions so far. So he's averaging six receptions a game. Uh, he's got uh, one hundred and eighty six yards. And one touchdown. So he has been quite the find for them in the second round. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Then you've got defensive lineman Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, he's a force. Uh, last game, he had this stat line, John. Listen to this. <laughs> Three solo tackles, one assisted tackle, two sacks, forced fumble, a fumble recovery, two passes defensed, oh and a tackle for loss. And that was his stat uh, last boy. game. So he's been getting better and better yeah. and better. And yes. that game, yes. he was a beast. 
So um, he almost single-handedly beat Atlanta by himself. Uh, mm. And then the the Lions defense has a few really good players, like uh, linebacker Alex Anazol. Uh, I can't pronounce his name. Anazoloni. Yeah, he has really nice hair. If you see him without his helmet, he's got really long hair, just like uh, kind of like Clay Matthews did. He looks yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, linebacker Derek Barnes and cornerback Jerry Jacobs, who has, get this, 18 solo tackles so far this year. Wow. And he's their cornerback. Wow. 18 solo tackles. <laughs> That's pretty mm. awesome. Yeah, and when I saw the that, corner? I was like, I was kind of double taking it with the stats, and I was like, eighteen yeah, for a corner, exactly. Uh, that's that's something uh, a linebacker right. would be doing, and even yeah, then, that's usually, that's yeah, not that's, a solo yeah, tackle yeah. all the time. So no, he had eighteen no, no. of them. Okay, this yeah. defense also includes two high, very high twenty twenty three draft picks: first rounder linebacker Jack Campbell. And second rounder safety Brian Branch, who I said the Packers should have drafted. But I'm happy with Luca yeah. Musgrave. I'm happy, you know. I ha- yeah, I'm yeah, happy I'm with happy that great wide receiver and, that and yeah. And the, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm happy with our wide receiver too. You know, Caden yeah, Reed. So, yeah. um, but anyway, he's a player though. I watched some of the games uh, for Detroit, and he looks looks really really good. He actually intercepted a, a pass a few games ago and ran it back for a touchdown. So. Oh boy. Um, well, not in this game though. Not, th- not in this upcoming game on Thursday though. Um, so then some of the offensive uh, stats. Uh, the Lions are ninth in total yards per game at 384.7 yards per game. Hmm. Packers are 25th at 308.7. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Lions are seventh in pass yards per game at 273. Packers are 22nd at Mm, 218.3. The Lions are 11th in rush yards per game at 111.7. Now, everybody's probably thinking out there, out there, we're much lower. We are. (laughs) The Packers are 25th. Yes, we are. At 90.3 yards per game. Hmm. Yeah, that was supposed to be the strength of our team, wasn't it, John? So not having Jones doesn't help, but still, supposed to be 25th. That's pretty, yeah, that needs to get better, needs to improve. The Lions are fifth in time of possession. The Packers are 19th. Uh, uh, And the Lions are 19th in third down efficiency at 37.5%. But the Packers are sixth. I like that. At 46.5%. So that's pretty darn good. I didn't know we were that high, but we are. Uh, The Lions are 13th in points scored per game at 24. And the Packers are actually eighth at 26.7. We've been scoring more points than they have for whatever reason. You would think Detroit would have more points than that. Yeah, Um, you think they would. Okay. But the epiphany (laughs) that I have uh, is that... The epiphany. Oh. Uh, the Lions are slightly better on offense. Goff is a better quarterback than Jordan Love, in my opinion, at the moment. At this time. Yeah, the Lions time. will have more playmakers available at running back and wide mm-hmm. receiver mm-hmm. at their those position groups. So, um, yeah. so the Lions are slightly better. Uh, John, do you want to go through the defensive stance and then the epiphany? Absolutely. Okay. Okay, I will do that. All right. So deep stats, uh lines uh 323.7 yards allowed per game. Packers 355.7. Yeah, that Atlanta game crushed us. Uh Lions 251.7 passing yards defense. Packers 219. Oh, that makes sense. Uh Lions 72 rushing yards. <laughs> of course, yes. Only 72. Yes, Packer fans, 136.7. <laughs> almost yeah, double. Uh, almost okay. double. All right, <laughs> so interesting. Lions have eight sacks. Packers have nine sacks. By the way, just really quickly, Rashawn Gary, uh, you know, against Hutchinson, that's going to be a bing, bang, bang, bang. They're both from Michigan. They both played at Michigan, their college ball. 
and they're both beast. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Uh, Lions have one interception, which you already brought up. Packers have two. Lions have one forced fumble, which you brought up. Packers have one forced fumble. Uh, both pretty even on defense. Um, in fact, according to sportsnot.com, sportsnot, uh, the Packers D ranked 16th and the Lions D ranked 17th. So that is pretty even as you're going to get. That and, makes and sense, doesn't it? Team, <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Yeah, right? I found it, that it stat really and I was like, well, mm. that just that just solidifies yeah, it. it They're neck sense. and neck. Yeah, it's like we're yeah, we're mediocre. They're mediocre. We're middle of the pack. They're yeah. middle of the pack. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, I mean, you know, they, I would give the, almost anything, John, for the Packers to be in the top five one of these days. One of these years, it's going to happen. I don't know when, but it's going to happen. One of these years, I don't know when, but 2010, we were top five, our Super Bowl year. Yes, correct. <laughs> there you go. But it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it has. I demand uh, more. Okay. I expect more. I demand perfection. I demand a cookie. Uh, so, with all that draft cap- big- capital we've invested, John, we should be higher than that. I'm just. What saying. did I say? What did I say? Joe Barry. Okay, if we go out and get an innovative guy, I'm telling you, if they let Salah go with the Jets, I am driving to his house, gonna kidnap him, throw him in the trunk. And bring him to Green Bay because <laughs> I think he be our answer. But uh, you know, that's just me. I'm a crazy dude. So he's the well, victory. Uh, you want me yeah, to read I'll, it? You want to read no, it? I'll go through that and we'll try to keep go. we'll try to speed it up because we won't want to be speed too far up. over an hour. <laughs> uh number speed one, keys to victory. The Packers must get some key players back. However, oh my god, yes, because of the short week. That may not happen. In addition, in addition, starting right tackle Zach Tom sustained a knee injury yeah. late in Sunday's yeah. game, yeah, yeah. and we'll have oh. up up till game time to see if he can go. That was from Lafleur, mm. by the way. Up till game time. Up to so that's a new one, John. I don't know if you heard that one. Okay. I, I did. I, I okay. did on, on Monday. Can't came believe out with it. it. I'm like. <laughs> Can't God, believe man, it. Man. There'll be three starters out if he's out. Uh, starting yeah. linebacker Devondre Campbell's ankle injury is not to the same ankle that kept him out of a, s- a significant portion of training camp. He may not be able to go. Great. Carrington Valentine's bicep injury, like we said, is not a torn muscle because Packers fans are, are also the most football savvy in the NFL. You can ascertain that the injury outlook for Thursday's game is not good mm. news for the Packers. No. Um, second keys to, to victory, and hopefully we'll get some of our guys back, but the second key, uh, players like cornerback uh, Corey Ballantyne, uh, left tackle Rasheed Walker, guard uh, Royce Newman, who's the left guard, oh boy, uh, linebacker Isaiah McDuffie, linebacker Eric Wilson, and so on will be counted on again. And I said, and so on, because we don't know how many more players yeah, we're gonna we don't know who. Okay, else. okay, I don't like, know who why? else is there. I was just like, I'll just stop there. Yash uh, <laughs> Nyman may Evan. have to be the third new starter on the Packers O line if Zach Tom cannot play. <laughs> yeah, bring AJ back AJ Hawk. Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we'd be pretty desperate if that was the case. He looks in good shape. We might be. He looks in good shape. He might be. Yeah, he looks Looks good. good. He's good on his podcast, too. So I'm happy for him. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's a good guy. I like Third key, the Packers' defensive front must get pressure on Jared Goff. They cannot let Goff have a clean pocket. Collapse, Mm. squeeze, disrupt, move Jared Goff off of his spot. Make him move. Make him uncomfortable. Sack his butt a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the third thing. <laughs> yes. uh, the fourth mm-hmm. thing, duh. The Packers. Duh. Must, exactly. But the Packers must score points, more points than the Lions do. <laughs> wow. 
Duh. So far in 2023, the Packers average about 27 points a game. There we go. And the Lions average exactly 24 points per game. If that holds true, the Packers win. John, that would be a good good prediction for you, by the way. That's we're about yep. to do right now. Um, John, are there any, uh, you know, any, other, right keys, any other keys to you okay. ha- that you have to the Packers victory? Um, so, I could have kept okay. going on and on, but yeah. well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you nailed you nailed it. Um, here's the thing, just really quickly, Aaron Jones. I'm begging you, begging you. Can you just suck it up for just one game? <laughs> just we got a mini buy coming up. Suck it up. Try not to do any damage to your knees. Uh, I don't want to lose you for the season, but please, we need you. Uh, my other thing would be Carl Brooks. Come on, buddy. I love you. I'm a man. You please get some man pressure crush. on Major Man Crush alert. Christian Watson, go to Germany. <laughs> get, get a red eye to Germany. Talk yeah, to go to Europe somewhere. This is some progressive get treatment. Something. Because exactly. if Christian Aaron Jones plays, I would go into my prediction first, okay? Because this is what I see. This came to me. This came to me before I got on. I got on here. Okay. Ready? Packers yep. twenty-four, Lions twenty-three. We kick a last-second field goal to yep. win. The game. Boom! We're three and one. We own the division. And now, Andy, bum us out. <laughs> well, you had predicted a few episodes ago, we already talked about this in episode, well, I don't know, 39, 40 or whatever, that yeah, yeah, I had yeah. predicted that they're going to lose to both both times to the Lions. So I've got the Lions winning 27 to 20 over the Packers. Come on! Sorry. Can't be a homer forever. And uh, you had predicted that they're going to win one of two. So I would guess when it comes to Thanksgiving, that game, you don't have them probably. We're going to get our butt winning. kicked. Okay. We're going to so, get our butt So, yeah, I mean, it, it's gonna. I think it's going to be a pretty close game. I would like to see a last-second field goal as well. Anders made the mm, one last week that he, you know, that he ne- needed to make, mm. um, you know, which mm-hmm. was very, very helpful. <laughs> and uh, so he's been automatic so far and great. So hopefully um, – we put some faith in him and give him opportunities, especially when we're indoors and we should be kicking a 56 yard field goal. Okay. That's, we'll just, yeah. okay. Yeah. We'll they should have did that right at the beginning of the Atlanta <laughs> game. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they should have. Update have on the rest of the division. Yeah. Update, quick update. on the rest of the division. Yeah. Let's because we love to, um, yeah. Poor salt poke, and poke, wounds. Poke, poke exactly. Open the wound. <laughs> the bears. Are now they're now 0 and 3 with a 41 to 10 road loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, and then the trifecta, (laughs) the trifecta this past week for the Bears. Number one, quarterback Justin Fields calls out the coaching staff. I know that's a no no for any starting quarterback anywhere. Dumb, dumb. Second thing, there was a hundred thousand dollars. I heard, I heard this. $100,000 worth of equipment was stolen from the yeah, team's yeah. facilities. Huh? Oh, my God. And then the oh third God. thing, and this is the most, probably yeah, the most shocking. crazy. Defensive crazy. coordinator Alan Williams resigned over inappropriate activity. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. no idea what that means, but it doesn't sound good. <laughs> so You, you want to hear something else crazy, Andy? The FBI sure. is looking at him. The FBI raided his house. Isn't that crazy? Like, damn, what are you doing? What is man? going on? What is going on know, with the bears on. and some of the people that the they're bears are They're a dumpster fire know. dumpster fire. Yeah. All right, let's get to the Vikings. Let's get to the Vikings because I hate the Vikings. They, they are now more than Owen, I hate the bears. Yeah, they are now 0-3 <laughs> as well with a 28-24 loss at home to the LA Chargers. On August 30th, John Vaccaro from BroBible.com predicted that the Minnesota Vikings won't make the playoffs after winning 13 games last year. So he already predicted this. 
According to Vaccaro, the Packers dominated the NFC North, winning eight division titles in 11 years. Thank you, Aaron Rodgers, by the way. (laughs) Thank you, Aaron Rodgers. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. The combination of moving on from veterans this offseason, a lot of them, and having a first-place schedule in 2023 has all but eliminated the Vikings from playoff contention. Remember, Packers blitz fans, football fans. Even last year, Minnesota had an underwhelming 13-win team. Mm -hmm. 11 of their 13 wins were by eight points or less. Then, in the playoffs, inexplicably, (laughs) they were embarrassed at home by Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, and the New York Giants football team. And this is a Packers blitz lock. Packers lock! This is... Kirk Cousins last season with the Vikings yes. and a total rebuild in the not too distant future on the horizon for the Vikings. Yes. Yeah. You can react in a second, John, but I just wanted to yeah, say yeah. this, a very interesting note in the modern Super Bowl era. This just was on uh, ESPN tonight. They put the graphic up, so I'm using theirs. Of the 251 teams that have started 0-3, 251 in the modern Super Bowl era, only six, six have made the playoffs. Sorry, Bears fans and Vikings fans. Your teams won't be the seventh and the eighth. John, any uh <laughs> no that was, that was hot off I, the presses. That was hot. hot that was smoking hot. Woo. Woo. Yeah, so anything you would like to add about the suckiness of both the uh, Bears I, and the Vikings? Anything I, you want to add I on that? All this coming for well for the Bears, I'm like, whatever. Whatever, right? But for the Vikings, this, saw year, this, this year was supposed to be the year for them, John. Justin Fields know, was supposed to but, trip a switch, just just like um, switch, the yeah, quarterback yeah, from yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah, Jalen Hurts did yeah, last no, last just, year for the no, for the Philadelphia just, Eagles. No, it's it's a he, lot of them predicted to be just, very good this no. year, and they are not. Yeah, no, they're worse. It, it, and he needs to go to be a backup for a while. Just be with somebody for a while, learn stuff, and then you know take over because like. To me, to Randall Cunningham. So Randall Cunningham, you know, he had his time in Philadelphia. Yes, he had here and there. Yes, he was good. He was a good quarterback. But then he fell off like a freaking brick off a cliff. And then he just learned to get better. And then he came to Minnesota and yes to the Vikings and just blew up. It had that couple years where they were just one of the best teams in the NFL. It was just crazy with Randy Moss and Chris Carter and and uh, Jake Reed and just that wonderful defense and and hey respect earns respect, you know they were a hell of a team in the in the nine in nineteen ninety nine they should have went to the Super Bowl, um, and I can see that for Justin, but no he's just not in the right place. But the Vikings I was gonna say really quick the reason I knew they were gonna suck this year, so Darius Smith. <laughs> He said, get me out of here. Uh, Patrick Peterson, he was like, get me out of here. Um, then they were Delvin Cook. They were like, yeah, yeah whatever, guys. See yeah, ya. Thielen. There were some other. Thielen. Yeah, Thielen. Yeah. Thielen, they went, yeah, yeah, whatever, buddy. See ya. Um, there were a couple other players I can't think of right now. They like go as well in the offense. And it was like, they just were, were just like, we don't need you. So go away. Well, that is veteran leadership that you let walk out that door. And the Packers at the hard way when Aaron Rodgers would come up every season and go, I love this team, but we need more veterans because the veterans speak up and Mercedes Lewis and all these other guys. And we're just letting them walk out the door. It was a big thing when Rodgers was with the Packers. He, he would bring it up constantly. He'd be like, yeah, I like our young guys, but we need 
veteran leadership. And then the other players would be like, we need veteran leadership. And Goody or Thompson would be like, eh, no, I can't, you know, I don't know. (laughs) Kind of attitude. And you're like, what? We need, that's what the Vikings did. So that's what I want to say. The the Bears are dumpster fire in a dumpster fire. I think they should trade Justin Fields. Get yourself a nice little ball. Trade him to, I don't know, wherever you want to be. Bay. Um, I don't know. Someplace, but he's got to get out of Chicago before he blows up or something. So, so this yeah, is. I've, I've, John, I've heard that a lot this week. Dumpster fire. Yeah. A lot. When, yeah, in reference to lot. the Bears. A lot. Yeah. At least the Vi- I'll give the Vikings some credit. They have been in games so far this year. They just haven't right. been able to and, win and, them. And, and what I it's not like you they about fully the stunk it up. Now, the Bears, no, on the other no. hand, they stink. Oh, yeah. They, and they I told you, Andy, that Kirk and, and Jefferson are having record or on pace yeah. record-breaking seasons. Yep, but they're dynamic. Yep. Dynamic. The only, the only dynamic thing that could slow uh the only Crazy. thing that could slow him down last week, Justin Jefferson had cramps. That was the only thing that slowed him down. Yeah, so right dynamic. at the end of the game. So now I, I'm gonna say something really quickly that Packer Blitz fans are gonna be like, you are crazy. That being said, <laughs> if Kirk Cousins is let go and he's out there and we can bring in, wouldn't you love Kirk Cousins as a backup to Jordan Love? I would love it because you would have two solid quarterbacks and you could, you know, Jordan Love, something would happen. You got Kirk Cousins. You know, I know that sounds really hypocritical of me, but I'll take them. <laughs> well, the right I thought, price. I I'll thought you were telling in. me, John, on you know, they're on an episode of Quarterback. I guess it's on Netflix that he has a room dedicated mm-hmm. yeah, to himself. So yes, I don't think I don't think he'd ever want to be a backup. I, I just no, don't. But, no, he would never want to be. A backup. Okay, I'm just. But it's just a dream. I put that out. It's a dream. Okay, it's a dream. That's fine then. It's a dream. It's just like a dream uh, of uh, right. Justin Jefferson coming to the Packers. That's never going to happen <sighs> from the standpoint the Vikings will never the, trade him. To an, we'll you know, never let him go. No, and they're yeah, they're not stupid. They're stupid, but right. they're not he's that. The, he's the face of the league. He's one he's of the, the faces face. of the league, and you. Oh my god! Better not let him he's, go. You better not. No, no, you better not. You better pay him the money. Absolutely he's not. he's he's great. Yeah. He's awesome. Number one in so, the in the league, wide receiver wise. And uh, yes, so the end to a perfect football podcast. Packers blitz. Yep, Andy, like take it away. I like that. Yeah, hopefully by the time John and I do our next Packers Blitz podcast, that's hopefully under two hours, <laughs> the Packers will be heading, uh, be sorry, be leading the NFC North division at three and one. Ooh, hopefully right. our impressive offensive rookies like Jaden Reed and Luke Musgrave will both have TDs. Hopefully... The Packers' defensive rookies like Lucas Van Ness, Carl Brooks, and Colby Wooden will mm-hmm. each have a sack or two, mm-hmm. maybe three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully, like Anders Carlson will boot a 50-plus yard field goal at halftime and a 55-plus yard field goal to seal the victory. Love it. Just Love like it. John said earlier <laughs> in John's yep. prediction for the game, right? You know, that, that That's what I'm game-winning saying. field That's goal. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, that would be awesome. No. Especially remember at Packers Lambeau. Blitz. Oh, my gosh. Remember Packers Blitz fan. If we don't win this game, we're still 2-2. Two and two. So we're still five. We're still in there. Uh, we have some tough games coming up. Uh, we have the mini-buy. So hopefully we are healthy because um, we're going to need it, you know, because we do have some tough games coming up here. Um, you know, we still got Kansas to play. Which is not going to be easy, uh, and you know we still have a tough team. So anyway, that's it for for uh, Andy and I. Uh, again, please rate us five stars, subscribe, um, so we can get better and everything, <laughs> and and sucky internet, better better internet. Uh, but listen to us at your the time you listen to us, whether it's Spotify, Apple, a favorite place to listen to Packers Blitz, YouTube. 
You can see Andy and I smiling faces and a lot of hand gestures. Um, <laughs> Quite done. <laughs> but other than that, uh, go pack go. Andy, anything else? Epiphany. Oh, Epiphany. Oh. Epiphany. That will be in our minds, Packers fans, for the next yes. week. Epiphany. Epiphany. Word Epiphany. Go pack go. Here we go. Go pack go. See you, buddy. Love you.